Hello, everyone, and welcome back to the Lazy Day podcast. I'm your host, David Kluzik, and today we're back with the self-proclaimed Star Wars guy, the man himself who said that the last three Star Wars movies were good movies, Kyle Vannerstrom. Welcome back to the podcast, brother. Yo, what's up? How's it going? Um, Based off all the um, criticism and just overall shitting on you for that opinion have you changed your mind no dude i stand by it i i think even after my dad said something to you yes all the out-of-pocket comments that were said to you (laughs) the 20 different out-of-pocket comments yes within the span of what an hour it was yeah something like that yeah yeah no I, i i stand by it i think well, like I said, I think they're good movies. They're good standalone movies, right? As a sequel in a linear like basis, they are terrible. Absolutely terrible. I mean, you did see the uh that video I sent you on Instagram, right? Where Mark Hamill was talking about that whole experience. Oh, yes. Yes, with with the sequels. With him saying like, "Oh yeah, like I understand where Ryan Johnson was trying to go with this character, but this isn't my Luke Skywalker. If anything, his name should have been Jake Skywalker. Yes, Honestly, I, like, I, it, growing up with those characters and everything, and like, of course, you and I weren't alive when the original trilogy came out, but we have great respect for it. And I, I will say this now and everything, this will be on record. If it comes to anything Star Wars you will be like one of the first people I will talk to about it. But if it comes to anything like Lord of the Rings or Harry Potter, somewhat Marvel, I I know that I'm usually the first person that a lot of people will come to. Yeah. But Star Wars, I will give you hands down. Like, but like, I, I, you you know, so much of this freaking lore that I'm kind of just like discovering for myself because of Disney plus now. I read the books, dude. It's crazy. I literally read like the legends and canon books. So, yeah, no, it's. I mean, it's crazy. I, I definitely, if like I said, like like you said, with like Harry Potter or uh, Lord of the Rings, I definitely would go would go with you, um, over me. But Star Wars, I mean, I know a lot of Star Wars and a lot of like, essentially like. The the thing is, is that I've kind of followed, and this is kind of my thing with all, like a lot of the Star Wars, is I always follow like Dave Filoni and George Lucas as like what their intense uh, intentions were with like the movies and things like that, and that's why you know I uh, that's and why Dave I, I, I will say I like the sequels, like how. Um, Lucas kind of went crazy with the uh, the prequel series. I mean, as you would say, and everything, good movies in their own rights for the okay. most part, very Yo. memed, very meme worthy movies. But let's be real D- did we need? I mean, I- I'm gonna say this about the um, like because even Ewoks got so much hate back in the heyday and everything when Return of the Jedi came out. But then there's characters like Jar Jar Binks. Then there are the Porgs, which are just 
added so, so that like it can relate to kids and everything. I, I mean, it's like I understand why they're trying to have like bring in like a younger audience and everything, but it's kind of like how honestly, it's kind of how I feel like DC is gonna look since they hired um James Gunn to be their uh kind of like. CEO of like the DC films and everything. Yeah, isn't it's like, gonna like, like he, he's going to make it for the people. Yeah, it's going to be dark and grainy with some added in humor. That way, it's not just all depressing, and it's going to look fantastic. We've yet to see, but yes, that I think that's the. I mean, I, I feel like Suicide Squad speaks for itself. Yeah, I mean that's that's very true. And I, mean, I think I think legit, that, like, any any movie that James Gunn has done have all been hits, honestly. I mean, I, the, I ma- the man his... the man wrote the first two Scooby Doo movies. Okay, fair enough. <laughs> I mean, I don't like, I don't know his his work off the top of my head type of thing, but like saying that a lot of like, indie okay. stuff, honestly, like it, like he he made this movie with um, Rain Wilson called Super. It's Rain Wilson, um, Elliot Page, uh, back when they still went as Ellen, um, Kevin Bacon, and Liv Tyler. It's uh, Rain Wilson as this, um, like he's a a line cook that ends up getting left by his wife, who is Liv Tyler in the film, for Kevin Bacon, who is a uh, a drug dealing gangster, and. <laughs> Out of left field, Rain Wilson's character becomes this superhero known as the Crimson Bolt who ends up going out into the city trying to find this guy. But he ends up just like becoming his own version of like a crime fighter. It it is beyond hilarious. Next time we're together and everything, I will show you this movie because honestly, like it's one of the funniest and darkest movies I've ever seen. It It has a whole bunch of people that have worked with um, James Gunn ever since, like Michael Rooker, his brother, of course, and a couple other guys. Um, I think the guy that worked at that was um, King Shark in Suicide Squad was also in it. Oh, okay. Okay, gotcha. Yeah, that's. I mean, sounds it definitely sounds interesting. I've I've seen like the the um, movie title and stuff. I just never really got around to like watching it. But now that you put it put it at that i uh it sounds interesting like it's a very interesting film like a lot of people overlooked it just because it does look like an independent film and all that kind of stuff and everything it kind of looks slapped together i mean honestly it, it looks like a darker version of like napoleon dynamite honestly okay Okay, yeah, I'll definitely. I'll definitely like, it's probably the worst out. movie comparison I could have made, but like, just yeah, because they were both like indies. Yeah, no, but I like I I get what you're saying though. I the you you kind of got a picture in my head of of kind of where it's going, so it it makes sense. It sounds sounds interesting. I'll definitely have to take a look at it, and uh, and watch it or something. Or, or find a way to watch it type of thing. So. Yeah. Definitely, definitely, definitely. Um, yeah, no, that that sounds interesting. Have you seen? I okay, kind of wrapping it back around to Star Wars because I wanted to talk about this real quick. Have you seen Andor? I've not seen Andor yet. 
Um, I did watch the um, what is it, the Tales of the Jedi or whatever it was. That's the other one I was I wanted between to talk. the Dude. between the uh, series like the series between Ahsoka Tano and like her rise into kind of Jedi dumb, and then with um Master Sifo-Dyas, which as most people would not know for the most part is Count Dooku. Yes. A hundred percent. And like his fall from the Jedi grace and everything in well, that was... ultimately becoming Darth Sidious's new Padawan following Darth Maul and his supposed demise. Yes. And that that so I I wanted to I wanted to talk about this because that whole thing with, with Dooku, I, I loved how they did it because it, it clearly it paints the it like perfectly puts the picture from like just watching those shorts of and seeing how, like his point of view and everything well exactly like like his point of view of what happens and then also the point of view of Qui-Gon Jinn and you get that that introduction to episode one where you know you see where Qui-Gon Jinn or how Qui-Gon Jinn kind of got that his his knowledge and the way that he thought and like why he never was on the council yeah, it's because he got it from Dooku and and the reasoning of Dooku not being on the council in the first place, which was because of that whole ordeal where it, they literally essentially put him and Mace Windu out on a mission and said whoever comes off cleaner than the other essentially from what I got of that episode it was whoever came off clean or did the mission cleaner than the other person was essentially the Jedi Master which. I don't know. Seems seems correct, corrupt in in the place of that, because it just kind of makes it for me at least. It makes it seem like they didn't care who whose insight was more important to go into. You know, the Jedi Council. Um, it just it was led more, more so, into like the practices. It was more so who could follow orders. More is yeah. what it seemed like, and so. That's why Mace Windu got on the council is because he followed the orders up until Dooku defied them and spun it and killed the senator. And so it may it like it kind of ties ties that whole thing together of how one Mace Windu got up there, but then also how Dooku fell from the Jedi count uh, from the uh, being a Jedi to go into the Sith and that whole situation. And honestly, like looking back at some of those episodes and everything, I really did enjoy the parallels, like how there were in um, Revenge of the Sith and everything, where it's like the last time that Obi-Wan and Anakin saw each other, Anakin was in shadow while Obi-Wan was in the light. I really enjoyed like all those moments that they had and everything, where it's like you can see at some point Dooku leaving the light and moving into the shadow while Mace Windu and Qui-Gon Jinn are still standing in the light. Well, you can even see that with a uh, Yaddle, too. In, Man, in I want like, I wanted to talk about that also. In their fight and everything, that that was insane. I mean, it was interesting and everything. I can see why they did it, especially because the character of Yaddle only did show up in uh, Phantom Menace. But at the same time, it's kind of just like 
in, in my eyes, I was kind of just like, okay, did we really need this? Like, couldn't have, couldn't oh, it no. have been done with like another possible Jedi that didn't show up after the first film or something like that? Or see, I think we did. To be honest with you. I think we did. And the reason why I say this, right? This is this is a big reason why I say this. So you had you have the Jedi Council, right? And this is before Mace Windu was on the Jedi Council. Um you had you kind of had this Jedi Council and then you had like Dooku and Mace Windu essentially like for all intents and purposes in that episode, kind of like battling it out, right? They were kind of like whoever I guess did the the mission or whatever correctly would get on the council which is kind of what they were interpreting it as right uh, at least it seemed like the council was doing that right um from my point of view it seemed like they had already made their decision of mace windu just because he had the cleaner track record yes i i agree with that as well but i i think that it it felt like that sealed the deal you know what i mean like he like dooku's actions killed the senator and so therefore they kind of just they they couldn't give him a shot yeah outside of that like they had to give it to mace windu because his actions killed the senator type of thing you know what i mean and i like that's kind of how i felt with that episode but the the main point with with yaddle right is that you you know that you can feel that dooku believes um that the jedis are uh, the, the jedi and the senate in general are both corrupt right they're big organizations that are corrupt and you could feel that the whole time while they're talking about him but then you ha- also have uh yaddle who i feel like it was really close with dooku right because it wasn't wasn't yaddle dooku yaddle was on the uh yaddle master. was on the um the council and everything well yaddle yaddle was uh a... yaddle was a member of the council yaddle's apprentice of everything was that, then, then because everything that happened on um what's a, everything that happened with qui-gon jinn and everything because she admitted that it was wrong she ultimately stepped off of the uh jedi council and everything and that's that was like her one grasp to try and get dooku back well, yes, I I think that, that that was the one grasp, but I also think that she felt the same way that he did. I I honestly genuinely think that she kind of took a step back after the death of Qui Gon Jinn and realized that the Jedi Council was corrupt. And so I I, I don't know. I felt that too, and kind of like she was like, "Yes, we both agree with this." let's do something about it type of thing. And then Dooku killed her. Yeah. So yeah, dude, that, that whole, that whole like sequence or whatever with Dooku was really cool. Cause you got to see kind of everything kind of play out and like how he, how he turned specifically. Right. Um, And then you kind of have, um, a little bit of Qui-Gon Jinn in there, which I also really liked. I honestly, dude, like if they, if they just keep going backwards, if that makes sense, like, and just keep leading us up and 
giving us, you know, the upbringing of Mace Windu, the upbringing of, you know, Yoda, the upbringing of Qui-Gon Jinn until his death type of thing. Like, I think those series and series like that, even if it is the, uh, like, cartoon creations, um, would be really fucking cool. Like, I would yeah. love seeing all of that stuff. That would be, that'd be so cool to see. Um, just any, any type of like background to like any person would be, uh, would be really cool to see. Yeah. Um, so I saw, um, Tales of the Jedi. Um, I am going to go into, um, Andor and everything. Honestly, I've been so legit. This is this is gonna be hella funny. Um, the Tales of the Jedi is the first like Western animated series I've watched in a long time, and the last live action series I watched was the Lord of the Rings series. Other than that, I've just been watching nothing but anime, and my brain has just been like, it, it's it's kind of fried at this point. I still so like, can't get into anime, bro. I don't know what it is. I and, can't get into it. And I, I understand that. I'm not here to be like, oh, bro, like, you got to watch this anime or anything like that. I've tried to watch stuff on, like, Netflix. I've tried to watch, like, I've I've, I've watched a couple episodes of a couple uh, animes. And I it just, I don't ever go back to them. And so, I, I don't know. It just, it. It doesn't, it doesn't appeal to me. I'll say that. No, you're per- you're perfectly fine with saying that and everything. Like honestly, if it comes to someone that's like, oh, interested in like, oh, I want to get into anime, possibly and everything. There's one show that I will tell them about and everything, or if they just want to like watch a movie or something like that to see like if they're interested in getting into it and everything, I'll give them like one of the Studio Ghibli movies, or I'll give a movie that they can watch on Netflix. But I will never give them a show like Dragon Ball, Dragon Ball Z, Naruto, One Piece. I would never give someone a show like that. I'd give them a show where it can honestly get right back, like right into the action, or it leads into something that the person might be interested in but okay like, that makes I, sense yeah so it's like i'm not gonna just immediately throw someone into an anime that has like 600 plus episodes yeah that's what my my friend tried to do in the beginning it was like the first ever anime that i watched or like actually watched like a couple episodes of was a uh, naruto but my friend essentially was like no dude i got you you're only gonna watch the uh like the crazy episodes. So we were like jumping around and I was watching like And you have no idea season what's one. going on. In season one I was watching like episode eight and then twelve and then uh like twenty one and then season two episode six and I'm just kinda like okay like you could kind of understand what was going on just because it was like the fights. So you could kind of like okay this is kind of what happened after that type of thing you know what i mean like you kind of see some similarities but i couldn't follow it at all and i was i was just kind of like i i understood what what the fights were about but that was about it i mean because like especially when it comes to anime like naruto 
uh, and One Piece, to get to the good stuff, it takes a while. And those anime, it starts off with just character development upon character development. And in order to understand like who these people are and what their goals are, that's the main goal of any sort of like media and everything, whether it's anime, whether it's Tales of the Jedi. You yeah. un- like it introduces the characters, it tells you what their goals or ideals are, and then it moves forward and hopefully there's some sort of character development that either improves or in some cases just destroys a character. Exactly. Yes, I so, 100% agree. And because you weren't able to get that and I wouldn't like I said I wouldn't have you sit down and watch Naruto like the first like couple episodes of Naruto to learn yeah. who Naruto is or all that kind of stuff and everything. And honestly, I haven't even so I I am waiting for a whole bunch of people to just flip out and everything. Naruto is one of the anime that I have not watched yet. It's on my list to watch and everything. But legit, the fact that it's so long and all I hear is that like, oh, there are so many filler episodes. And it's me personally, I'd want to watch a show in full without missing an episode. But I started watching Dragon Ball Z. And I, I saw the first like the original Dragon Ball. It's a couple seasons and it's a linear storyline. There are no filler episodes whatsoever. Everything has a purpose. And it was fantastic. Then going into Dragon Ball Z, I'm like a hundred something episodes in. And I'm on I'm on this alien, like they're on this alien planet right now. And they're like it's the it's the green guy, Piccolo, fighting against like the uh the purple alien baby, which is named Frieza. And legit it takes like it's like nine episodes long. Of the fighting. same fight, just over oh, and over. God. And meanwhile, everyone knows who Goku is. Is like he, he's in like the the Bacta tank from Star Wars and everything, trying to heal up. And it's like this is a so, Kyle, nine episodes long. How long do you think this fight is? Oh, dude, it's probably a full fucking season at this point. Like if that fight one in fight... actuality, the fight would be like ten minutes tops, 10, 15 minutes. Oh, but each episode is like two minutes or something. No, no. Wait. Every episode is like twenty four minutes. Oh God. Yeah. And it and you're saying this this fight is essentially... this fight is essentially like ten fifteen minutes. But it's spanned through eight episodes. Yes. Holy! And each episode is twenty-four minutes. Just yeah, about, see, yeah. This this is why I can't get into anime, bro. I don't got the patience. So it's for like that. it's certain anime that are like that and everything, dude. I don't got the patience for that. I no, can't I, do that. I, I'm right there with you. I, I I quit Dragon Ball Z for the time being. I cannot watch it right now. <laughs> that's no. That's that's insane. Nope. I can't do that. So it's like there are certain anime where it's like they do like where everything is just like it's by the uh, like it's by the manga and everything. So it's like it it's a linear storyline with no uh, fillers or anything like that. The one anime that I recommend people and everything it has maybe two filler episodes total. 
but those episodes are actually enjoyable. They have nothing to do with the sh- like the the show or progressing the characters or anything like that. A lot of it is just like one of the episodes is promoting a movie that was coming out for it. Then the other episode, it's legit just it, it's straight comedy, honestly. Okay. Which what is this? Uh it's it's the show um My Hero Academia. Okay. I've heard this one. I've heard you talk about this one. Yes. So what I what I tell everyone and what I'm gonna tell you and everything, like I'm not gonna force you to watch it or anything like that. It is all up to you on whether you'd want to or not. You said you're not into anime, so like be that as it will. I will still give you like the kind of rundown I give to other people. The first five, maybe six episodes focus on world building, character development, character introductions, and kind of explaining a lot of the rules of the world. Because it is like a, uh, it's a whole superhero anime. Okay. So it might be like a little... It starts off a little slow, okay. but it picks up. Okay. Okay, cool. I will take a look at it. I'll genuinely take a look at it. I'll see. I'll I mean, see. it's like come back, come back next time, and I'll we can talk about it if I if I actually got into it. And honestly, I don't care if you watch it in like the. Like in Japanese with subtitles, I don't care if you watch it I, in like I'm probably English watching dub. it in English. I I I don't care. Both of which are straight comedy, honestly. Yeah, I'm not gonna lie. I, I'm probably gonna watch it in English because I can't get into anime in general now. Yeah, no, no, and no. don't even, don't even trip about it. I'll probably just watch it in English, and you know if if I like it enough, you know I might go back and like watch it in uh. Japanese with subtitles and kind of go back and do it that way. But because I don't even watch anime in general now, uh, I would, yeah, I, I, I'm good. So th- this is the one thing I actually have to tell you about My Hero Academia. The only anime I, I would watch, I, I watched before and everything was Pokemon because we grew up with Pokemon. Okay. Yeah. I mean, like I've watched so like Pokemon. I've watched like some like episodes here and there, right? Like I, I haven't, I haven't gotten crazy into Pokemon. Um, I was super like when I was a kid. I had, oh god, I had like the movie. There was like two or three movies within like a VHS set. Yeah, that I had that I would watch all the time, and then I got like super into the cards, but I never got into like the games. I didn't get into like the TV show or nothing like that. I I just got into like the cards, and essentially I had that that one movie on VHS. That I'd watch every now and then, but that was literally it. Kind of weird, but you no, know, <laughs> I, I I totally get it. Honestly, like legit, Thomas is kind of the same way, where he's just like he's he's against anime in its entirety. Yet he and I used to watch freaking Pokemon growing up. Yeah, yeah. And there's like, like yeah, yeah. Hey, I will say. I did watch one anime. Is I I guess you could kind of call it an anime. I don't really know if you can or not, but I did watch one anime. 
all the way through. And it was the Star Wars one. I, I was waiting for you to say it, it was Visions. It it was Visions. <laughs> I did. I. It was interesting, and I'll just leave it at that. I wish. I wish for the one. And, thing the, and they're quick, getting a season two for it. Okay. Well, if if they do get a season two, I wish they hone like either tie all of them together or like hone in on like one person. Because I feel like that's kind of where I was like so lost because it was like it seemed like each episode was a different story and it didn't seem to tie together. If they tie it together in season two, then like cool, I'll keep watching it, right? So I think that's going to be the difficult part and everything just because they did get seven different um, animation studios in Japan to animate and everything so it's like every every studio will have their different art styles and whatnot as you can clearly see throughout the uh the entirety of it and everything and it's like a lot like there were some episodes that were definitely done better than others yeah no definitely but it's like i like i would like to see more world development for some of those characters from those episodes and everything. I mean, the uh, they hyped what was up it? That... The, the second episode with the twins. I'd want to see more about that, honestly. I think that was the third third episode. Se- second, third, what, what yeah. whatever. Oh, right. Yeah, the, the second one was that. Second one was that freaking. Oh, I hated the second episode. The 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 Tatooine Rhapsody one. Yes, the robots. Yeah. With the robot and the yeah yeah yeah. No, that that was the one with um, uh, like Jabba or, the Hutt's like yeah. son or nephew or whatever it was. That's what it is. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And I was like, Jesus, this is terrible, even for me. <laughs> yes, I agree. I think I think that the twins, the first episode with the I, I can't remember his name, but essentially with the Sith Lord, yeah, that like t- wipes out everyone. Those those two, and then the um. The other one, the one Lop and Ocho, and then the um, like where the uh the girl's father, the jet, like the uh, the sabersmith was taken. Is that the one? The one with the big Jedi fight? Yes, yes, that one. That one, like those three, those three are the ones that I was like, okay, cool, like I could get into this if it was about those three. Like Deadass, net like season two. If those three somehow tie together, right? You like you you find out kind of what's going on with those three. Like I'd be like, yo, that's dope. Like I'm into it, right? Like let's go, keep it going, type of thing. Yeah. But like outside of that, dude, I don't know. I I just, I mean, it's not. I I, I wanted to see some more about uh, Lop and Ocho, the uh, the bunny girl that was adopted. That was actually yeah. super interesting. Yeah. Yeah, no, that was that was interesting too. Um that was definitely definitely one of the ones um where I can I know that you were kind of just like, what the fuck am I watching? Definitely definitely had the what the fuck am I watching vibe to it, but I can see if you add on to it how it could be good. 
You know what I mean? Yeah. Like, like I could see, like, okay, like I can, you could kind of see, and and if you tie it into, like, like I was saying, both tied into the other ones, right? Tied into the twins, you know, get more background on the twins, get more background on on the uh, the Jedi that were fighting in in the temple or whatever it was a temple, and then you know, you know, tie in the, I can't think of his name, the the guy in the first one, um. But you tie him in as well, you know, th- then I can see like, okay, you got like a solid, you know, solid couple that I can, I can watch and I could watch this and, and continue watching this. So, yeah, it'll be, it'll be, it'll be definitely interesting to see kind of where they go with, uh, with season two for that. So, yeah, it'll be very interesting. But uh, back to like kind of what I was saying and everything like um, so Pokemon, I used to always watch and everything. And that was legit the only anime I would watch. Um, and that's growing up with like Dragon Ball Z Kai being on like Nickelodeon and Toonami and all that kind of stuff and everything. Uh, Naruto coming out, um, One Piece coming out and everything. It was just like just a whole bunch of stuff and everything. And it's like, eh, I'll, I'll, I'll watch this show about these monsters that i collect the, the cards for the, the monsters that i play the games for and everything and it didn't like i didn't really get into anime until honestly college i was told about my hero academia by a friend and i was like oh yeah like I'm, I'm really into marvel right now and everything so it's like oh i'll definitely check it out and everything and it's like it is it has become the staple of anime for me where it's like it's intro in like it really introduced me to the world and it really got me invested in like learning more and seeing more kind of like di- like a lot yeah. of more different styles and all that kind of stuff and everything because of course we all grew up with our western animation because like you-, you can't go to a person that's our Clone age Wars, baby like, that's oh, the greatest Go. Just be like, oh, you, you don't, you have no, like, oh, you, you've heard of SpongeBob, you've heard of Fairly Odd Parents, you've heard of Dexter's yeah. Lab, you've tur- you've heard of Ed and Nettie. Okay, yeah, those, and those, like, those are good. Yo, Star Wars Clone Wars, you can't forget, bro. I'll always put that. That's that's number one. I, I'd say that 2D, the animated series. It's number one. I've watched, I've rewatched that Star Wars, this like Star Wars Clone Wars, so many times. That that that's probably like, I mean, granted, like I know it's not considered anime, right? Like people, or at least like a lot of people don't consider don't consider anime, right? Like it's it's a cartoon, isn't that? Oh no, it's it, what's it's the difference? Western animation, that's about it. Yeah, yeah, but like people consider Western animation as like a cartoon, right? Essentially, is what they kind most of most people it. would say. Like Western, like Western animation, definitely cartoon. Yeah, that's yeah. what most people would say. Yeah, 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 exactly. And so, like, I, I don't know. I just think I, I like, like you said, I kind of grow up on all of those SpongeBob, Fairly Odd Parents, you know, all of those stuff. I, I watch that stuff. Never, never crossed over into anything else. I, I, I will say, I did used to watch. Power Rangers when I was a kid. See, that's the funny thing. I can never get into like Power Rangers or even Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles. 
And when I went to Japan, Power Rangers was like a huge thing. Like they literally, not even joking, I went to like a, it was like an amusement park type of thing. Um, where it was like a, like they kind of had like this samurai section, right? Um, and then they had like a bunch of stuff, like you, you need to learn about samurai, right? Like there's like, uh, Uh, the samurai stars you could like throw actual samurai stars at like a board kind of like the uh what is it the tomahawk things yeah or the, the axe throwing yeah do, doing some like shuriken throws and all that kind yeah, of stuff yeah there's like the axe throwing and so like you could do that there with like actual uh like ninja stars and stuff like that and so like you could do that and then they had like other stuff where like they had like a parkour course that like was like essentially like a training course kind of thing that they've sought in houses of like samurai that they would do these as like endurance training type of thing and like you you'd go through them and stuff and it had like this whole like ninja and like samurai type of like vibe to the amusement park and then literally that was like half of the amusement park right and then the other half of the music park was not even joking just power rangers Uh, that was it it was literally half of it was like samurai and like ninja stuff and everything and the other half was like power rangers and so i was like oh well i mean i know this so this is kind of cool type of thing um but yeah no they had a bunch of like like the first edition power rangers stuff uh it was kind of like an amusement thing for power rangers i guess so they had like a lot of the first edition like suits that the actors actually wore And stuff like that for the live action uh, Power Rangers and stuff like that. It was, I don't know. It was interesting. But I know that's like an anime, I guess. Or the, the animated versions is technically anime, I guess. I've watched those. Okay. Technically, I, I guess that's one, you know? Maybe. I don't know. Depends upon. I mean, I guess you could let the viewers decide. But I, I think it would be a pretty steady consensus to say. Probably not. Okay. Well, you, you know, <laughs> points I, for try. Points for try. <laughs> I I tried. I it, it was you know, they it was a big scene over there in Japan when I went. So, yeah. Anyways, all right. Let me see your box score. Nope that that, that won't even show it. That won't even show how I lost. Uh, one sixty five to one fifty point nine. Yep. Guess what? I'll just leave it at this. Right, that Kansas City move. game, that Kansas City game went into OT, right? I was up 146 to 150. Going into OT, I'll leave it at that. Hey, you like those pickups at the bottom there? Oh, Jeff Wilson. Hey, yo, Odell. What you know about Odell? Oh, so you got Odell? Okay. Hey, but like, okay, let's be real here. All right. We're looking at my team, right? Let me tell you, let me, let me, let me, let me give you an, uh, put you in on, on my team currently, right? Oh, I, I, I know have... that you guys are the ACL tears. I know that. Oh, yeah. Yeah. So my team, I had, uh, Breeze Hall towards ACL, uh, Javante Adams, uh, Javante Williams towards ACL. Um, Who was the other running back? There's another running back that tore ACL. I had him too. Like every single every single person I've had 
tore their ACL. I like at that point, there's nothing I could do. I mean, like, you think that you you think that your game is upsetting? Take a look at that. <laughs> Dude, you lost by a he no, lost I by won. a point. I, I, I won. <laughs> Dude, he lost by a point. <laughs> but he he did he did the okay. The thing is, bro, I, I told him thing. I was like I was like why did you like why did you start George Kittle? Why like I was like why did you start so many people with buys and everything? He's like, oh yeah, I picked up a uh, a tight end from uh like from Denver. I'm like, bro, first off, why would you pick up a tight end from Denver? Second off, why why would you not pick up a, another tight end that's actually going to play? I I told him because like I work with the guy. I was like, dude, if you had started a tight end, you win. Unless oh know, no, hundred percent. Well, you start a tight end, or you start a safety or a kicker. Jesus, yeah. you why do you have three people out? I think this is the reason. He's one and eight. Yeah, he has. He doesn't care anymore. He's not going to be in the playoffs. I mean, he could at least like hope to, uh, like, ruin other people's well, chances. Like, be a spoiler. To, to be fair, the the first thing is he has Kyler Murray, and he's still starting him. Oh I mean, well, he has Matthew player? Stafford as well. So never mind. Yeah, there's not there's not much. Uh, Dude, geez, I, I have, that, I have I Kyler bad. Murray and I have Aaron Rodgers in one league, and oh, honestly, geez. I should have won by a lot more, but because the Bengals benched Joe Burrow, I capped off yeah. at thirty-one points. Yeah, that was in like the third quarter too, wasn't it? Something like that. Yep. Yeah, dude. I don't know. Fantasy, fantasy begin me sometimes. My team, my team is literally the San Francisco 49ers. I don't know if you if you've if you've seen this dude. Literally every single week that the Niners have won, I've won. Every single week that the Niners have lost, I've lost in fantasy. And this buy, I have lost. Not even joking. Like if you actually go back and look at it, it's like literally the I'm. I was three and four when they were three and four. I was four and four when they were four and four. It's insane. And I don't have anyone on the Niners. That's the thing. Nobody on my team is is a Niner. Besides, well, I just got Jeff Wilson, but and I have Hafuwanga and Nick Bosa. But I mean, yeah, it's crazy. I it's 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 insane. Oh, there's also something that we have to talk about. Yep, I know. I, right, I know. Let's see. Are we gonna are we gonna play play against each other again? This? No, we're not. So I got like a fifty fifty shot. I'm right on the edge. I think there's one team that's four and five in the playoffs right now. If you, yeah, um, maybe. No. No. Oh, there was All one. Five we, and four. There was, there was like seven then, teams that were four and four. Then there's your dad, Jesus. Dude, my dad. My dad's only loss is to Troy, and he's never been able to win, beat Troy. Troy's my brother. He doesn't pay attention to his team, guys. Just letting you guys know on the podcast. Yeah, Troy's Troy, my brother. Troy doesn't pay he attention doesn't, to his team in any, and he's one. He literally last year he he got locked out of his team and got second place in a, yeah. in a thing. He had Jalen Hurts on his team. I'll leave it at that. He had Jalen Hurts as his quarterback that he got in like the last round. And Jalen Hurts would constantly give him like 40, 50 points. And he would just, he cruised to like second place without even getting into his, uh, whatchamacallit, without even logging into his team. It was absolutely insane. 1%, 1%. 
44%. I mean, that's 42%, no, 43% better than these two. <laughs> yeah, just a little, just a tad. So, yeah, no, we'll see. Um, yeah, let's we, see. We got a bet. So, we'll... I know I played Troy somewhere. Where did I play Troy? Oh, uh, this guy got his only win against me. At least it was only week three, so that's not so bad. Yeah, yeah. No, go to. So hold up. I mean, go it, went, it wasn't. One. It wasn't like um. Shoot, where is it? Where is it? Where is this beautiful thing that happened? Where are you? There we go. There we go. That is beautiful, right there. Oh week my seven. That is beautiful. But look at my go. Find my dad's only loss. He lo- he loses to Troy, right? And he gets hammered, week three. Week three, okay. He loses by he loses by like what, thirty, thirty nine, thirty, something, something like that. But like, I'm not even joking. This is like a running joke, at least in my family, right? Because like Troy's my brother, for you guys that don't know, and then my dad is in this league as well. It's a running joke between us three that my dad can never beat my brother in fantasy. The last like four years he's been in this league, he's literally never beat him once. Like playoffs, regular season, gone up against him, never beat him. Not even joking. It's just a running joke that like my my dad always has the best le- the best team in the league. He's had the best team in the league, at least regular season wise, the last like what two years at least two three years kind of thing yeah but for some reason all of his losses are to my brother in the regular in like the regular season for a fantasy league it's absolutely it's hilarious because i just i just go uh, whenever my dad tries to talk talk smack to me you know i just go hey why don't you beat troy for once and then he stops talking smack (laughs) jesus so yeah, it's it's a running joke. It's a running joke. So you know, if anybody you know like uh, big sexy out there, you know, wants to talk a little shit to my dad, just uh, just tell him to uh, beat beat Troy for once, and you know, he'll he'll take a little offense to that. So just yeah, honestly, just putting that like, out there. <laughs> I know I got my ass beat by Troy uh, week two. And yeah. that one hurt. Yeah, like I feel like I feel like Troy's team always gets the like two hundred thirty point wins. Like he'll he'll just have those games every single year. He's like the one guy that he'll has like least, two or three like, games at least one. Dude, two or three games, bro. It's like two or three every single year. He'll he'll go for like two fifteen, two twenty. And usually, like an average score for us is like one. What 160, 170? Yeah, is kind of like average for a fantasy league. I'm just putting it out there for you know the uh, everyone listening. You know, an average score is about 160, 170. So like, if you're getting 210, 220, you know, at least two to three weeks, you're you're doing you're doing solid. Your team's going off. Oh shit! I go on a stretch from. Troy to one of my coworkers, to your dad, then you. 
Yep, we'll see. Man, I, I just have a stretch I have... of Fanderstroms right now. Jesus yep. Christ. Yep, yep. This is going to be... Bet. I, I swear. Like, I'm your so... least worries. At, at this, this point right This bet now, is your least worry right now. So it's like... This is this is a fantasy league I'm in right now and everything. Uh, it's my uh, it's my dad's league. Um, I'm five and four, one game okay. behind. Who's which one's your dad? Who's right your there. Dad? Oh, he's six and three in this league. Yeah. Okay. And this is okay. the first time like I've actually been in the same division as him. Most of the time, I'm in the opposite division, where Thomas is. Okay. Okay, you you're getting there. You you're in a solid position right now. And it's like here, here's the sad thing. I mean, like I I I bitch and moan about this all the time, but legit, um, last year I got knocked out of the playoffs by Thomas, and he ended up losing in the uh, the finals. During that time and everything, it doesn't mean anything. But I finished off in seventh place. I had the highest score out of every team all those weeks. So all I can think was, dude, if I had beaten Thomas, and here's the thing, I lost to Thomas by like two points because and then... who do I have at who do I have at tight end? Your boy, Tyler Higby. Oh, it was geez. when he, it was when he uh, he tested positive and then negative for COVID. Oh, jeez. So I was down by two points, and I lost. Oh, jeez. And then I come back. I basically take out everyone. I was supposed to be the dark horse last year. And if I had one, I would have been a champion in the league before my brother. And he's been in the league, like, maybe three, four more years than I have. That would be That would have been hilarious. That would have been hilarious. Well, you know, at least you're not just team mediocre with – Every single injury known to man, because that's always my team. Oh no, my no. Um, my team, my, and team, my, my team, team has taken league? the biggest hit possible. Oh geez, Jamal Chase. Yeah, that's, yeah, that's tough. Legit, the one week that I w- that was announced, I didn't have him. Legit, my team absolutely just died. Oh geez, yeah, that's that's looking rough. That's looking rough there, definitely. So well, hey, you know, at least at least you know three of your uh, four of your five running backs that you drafted, at least four of your five running backs that you drafted aren't torn ACLs, dude. I'm not even joking. That literally that's that's happened to me ever since I started playing fantasy football in this league. I had that one good year where I was like eight and two, and then every other year my team has been the one team that's gotten hurt every single year, just constantly hurt. It's every, it, it happens every time. I just I don't know what it is. I always pick the injured person because last year I had Alvin Kamara. Alvin Kamara played like four weeks last year. He was injured the whole time. That was my first round pick, first overall pick. Like there's nothing I could have done. I remember last year I had Christian McCaffrey. Yeah, exactly. Well, yeah. I mean, but to be fair, and this year I have Jonathan Taylor. The two years before, well. Okay, but it, it, you're not hurting like I was, because like, you, like you go back to your team, right? You probably still have your second and third running backs that you that you drafted, right? Saquon 
and Tony yeah. Pollard. That's about yeah. it. Yeah. See, uh, um, well, I mean, that's more than what I have. All right. Go look at my team. I, dude, I literally picked up every single running back except for Derrick Henry and what? No, Miles Sanders I picked up too off the, I don't think I drafted him. So, yeah. I don't know. We'll see. Oh, and I don't know a single Chargers wide receiver that's actually played a whole season. Single what wide receiver? Chargers. Yeah, no, I I agree. That that whole thing is not a get Zay Jones not idea. out of here. Get him out. So I I will I will say this for you, your dad and Troy who have been pushing on this for years. It's been interesting seeing the defensive players in the league and everything and like how they raise points. I'm still very much against them. I know that other people aren't because they're winning. And I'm saying that with a winning record in our league, kind of. Dude, I will dude, I'm like like I like the defensive players because it adds a little bit more. And that's that's kind of why like I like it because while yes, I'm, I know the complaints are that they're very like iffy like you don't know what like they put my number number one defensive player is levante david without a doubt yeah but up against up against names like miles garrett okay i logan wilson who's supposed to be like the rookie to watch and trey hendrickson it's like they're, they're all supposed to be big names go go look at my team real quick i'll just leave it at that i kind of i kind of cheated the system (laughs) Zaire <laughs> Frank, yeah, dude, I have I have Micah Parsons as my defense alignment because he can be put as a defense alignment or linebacker, and yeah. he gets a lot of tackles, and he mostly plays linebacker and gets a lot of tackles. So I'm See, getting, and, that, and you get and more I, points. I don't, I don't fault you, you for that or anything like you that. You get more points for tackles, and and just linebackers in general get more tackles, right? So. I put him as my defensive lineman, so then I go pick up a linebacker, and I have you know Zaire Franklin from Indianapolis who gets who's their main tackler on that defense, and that defense is constantly on the field. So this guy I played against in my dad's league, he he does the same thing. What what is one name that you kind of recognize on his team that that can be a quarterback that isn't Josh Allen? Oh, Taysom Hill. Yeah, that right there is from passing yards. Yeah, no, exactly. That, that's how that's how that dude tries to run this system and everything. And every time he does, he ends up losing because he tries to cheat the system. Yeah, because he tries to get he because Taysom Hill, when he does throw, I mean, the he, ball, he used to have a tight end like forty and then quarterback. Yeah, you it. look at yeah, you look at Taysom Hill. Well, yes, that too. But you also look at Taysom Hill's uh, stats. Like for the year, right? Yeah. There's games where he there's a, yeah there's a week where he has thirty five and a half points in our league. So it's like complete stats on the top. Yeah. Oh, I didn't know it was gonna bring that. Never mind. No, you're good. You're good. I mean, yeah. legit. Like. Yeah. No. Essentially, essentially, he, rushing, he has one week. He has one week passing. where he has 30, uh, 35 yards. Twenty twenty four touchdowns. Yeah, nine hundred twenty-eight yards, nine hundred seventy-eight yards, and this year alone he has one hundred and one yards with one TD. Yeah. Anyways, it's insane, and he should be he should be stuck as a as a tight end and not as a quarterback as a possible quarterback. Yeah. Because yeah, that's that that's crazy. I'm 
I'm not cheating the system because technically Michael Parsons does take a lot of snaps as a defense alignment. Does he not? I mean, he takes most of his snaps as defense lineman and a linebacker. Man, like, fantasy stresses me out, but it also is kind of just like, ah. You know, you know, you know, the one thing I will say is that, like, we've been in this fantasy league for a while now, right? And I can honestly tell you that this is not, I, I won't say this is like the one reason, but I will say this is uh, one of the big reasons why. We always kind of around this time, or at least in general, just like catch up and stuff. Is it literally because it comes? It comes Bro, fantasy time, and it just what are you doing? I can I can still see what you're doing. Oh damn! You can't hear me right now. He is currently trying to fix his audio. Um. So yeah. Anyways. Um. Anyways, to the uh, people on the podcast, sorry for that. You know, long segment of us talking about fantasy. Um. There's one thing that I was you going know, to I cannot to hear you right now talking, Kyle. So I'm just going to uh, stop sharing my screen real quick and we will come back to the podcast as soon as we get back from. Are you a fan of street food? Do you want some good ass street food? Are you sure? Well, come on down to Chef Gushers and get some good shit. You ain't satisfied with the Gushers, then who cares? If you ain't gushing from the food, you don't get any. Come for the food. Leave with the Gushers. Hey everyone. Uh, this is not the second part of the recording, unfortunately. I was able to get my um, headphones working again to get the audio back in and whatnot. But following that, I was just ending up talking with uh, Kyle and whatnot and everything. And got kind of late for both of us. And we ended up just going to bed a bit later. But, uh... He will be coming back for the part two, and that should be coming out maybe a week or so after this next podcast and everything. I am finally getting through all the editing processes and whatnot and everything, and this episode is going to be shorter than what it would usually be and everything, but then again, I am continuously trying to work and get everything together so thank you for your patience and thank you for being a listener of the lazy day podcast and i will see you next time and i hope that you enjoy these couple ads that were put in